Welcome to Bulletproof Podcast, the ultimate guide to unlocking your true potential. Join host Gary Clinton as he takes you on a journey of self-discovery and empowerment. From overcoming obstacles to reaching new heights, each episode is packed with actionable advice and inspiration to help you become bulletproof in every aspect of your life. Get ready to level up and break through barriers. This is Bulletproof. Addiction. Welcome to the Bulletproof Podcast. My name is Gary Clinton. In this episode, I am going to share with you my own struggles with addiction from the past, of course, not anymore. I'm proud to say I've overcome them things. I'm going to share with you how you can get over your addiction if you have one. And we're all addicted to something, be it the extremes like drugs, I would class as extreme, right down to the phone, which isn't so extreme and it might be seen as a subtle addiction, although it is, I would say, devastating. Before we get into the episode, I will share with you the sponsor of this episode and the podcast. Quasi.com. Compare over 500,000 flights and hotels from anywhere in the world. And you can book hotels, you can book flights, and get a variety of lists of different prices in the one place. Quasi.com. Addiction. What are you addicted to? Is it positive things? Is it negative things? Is it stuff you want to stop? Is it stuff you want to do? Is it stuff you want to take up? Do you want to be addicted to feeling great? Oh, you can't do that, Gary, because addiction is only negative things. Okay, well, that's some mindset you have. I would disagree. I'm addicted to feeling amazing. I'm addicted to having a smile on my face because I know a smile radiates to other people. Addictions I had in the past, drugs, gambling, porn, and you could say some alcohol as well. As I was doing a lot of alcohol as I was doing drugs, as they go hand in hand. My own personal addictions, I've overcome them. I was doing drugs so much so, I was doing it every day, and I was also doing it when I was in work. And that is not something I'm proud of, but I am very, very proud that I've overcome them addictions. A lot of people are going through addictions right now. How is your life? Are you happy? Are you proud? Are you feeling upset around getting the taco sauce wrong, getting the the, the sauce wrong on your own chicken fillet roll, or whatever your order is at Chipotle or wherever you are in the world? You're really, really being upset about that when there's someone really scraping the bottom of the barrel right now. Unfortunately, a lot of people wait until it is the bottom of the barrel to then receive help and then change, like myself is an example. With drugs addictions, you start to hang around with people who do drugs, of course. You're the average of five friends and you tend to attract them people in to your life. There's nothing wrong with that. Goodwill people, goodwill people, but depending on where you want to go in your life, it might not be suitable to be around them people. There's nothing wrong with that. Let me ask you this. If you are addicted in so much shape or form, maybe you've used phrases like, I'll do this, or I'll stop when, or I'm off them things. And then you go and lie to yourself, I'll do this, and this, and that, and this, and that. And then you never follow through on them things. Maybe it's a new diet, maybe it's the exercise, and maybe it's doing some sort of investing, maybe it's some sort of learning, maybe it's doing some sort of new lifestyle. And then you don't do it. This is, <laughs> nothing happens, right? Nothing happens. It's it's pointless. I mean, I just say that and I don't do it. Nothing happens because I didn't do anything, right? I didn't do anything in the physical world, so nothing happens. Wrong. You disobey your own trust. Oh, trust. Well, what's trust? Oh, what's standard? Oh, what's consistency? Oh, what's discipline? These are all the fairy, airy, fairy words. These aren't real things. 
BS. These are very real. When you tell yourself you're going to do something and you don't follow through with that, you demoralize yourself internally. And it's, it's like you're slashing your own insides, your emotional spirit. You're cutting yourself in on the inside and you don't even know. When you lie to yourself, you're just oozing out blood. You're oozing out trust, your own trust, your own self-worth. Hey, that's gonna that's gonna add up. You're gonna get to the, the real stage of where you where you will believe in yourself, right? Now you've got to follow through on them things, and then you'll start to build up this trust inside of yourself. You're gonna build up this confidence, and then eventually you'll be able to overcome your addictions easily and effortlessly. Decisions shape our destiny, aka one decision in one moment. I'm never doing this again. And then you follow through on that. I'm never doing drugs again. Boom. I'm never eating this again. Boom. Finished. In one single moment, you can make a decision that's gonna alter your life going forward. That's all it takes, one single decision. Now, again, I mentioned earlier, sometimes people have to go to rock bottom to get, get to that moment where they have that decision. I did. You don't have to. I don't know where you are in your life, but you do not have to lie to yourself. I mentioned this in maybe two or three episodes ago where I mentioned where we can and we can't do something. This is going to be very relevant for a second. So if I said there's an engine over there and you need to go fix that engine and you tell me you can't fix it, sure, how long are you going to spend trying to fix that engine? The answer is until it's fixed. If you take the same engine and I ask you when, uh, go over and fix that engine, what are you going to say? And you say, I can't fix that engine. So then how long would you spend trying to fix that engine? The answer is zero. Why would you spend any time if you believe you can't? And you, of course, you're going to spend all the time if you believe you can. So why do I mention this? Why do I reference this? Well, let me just give some credit to Henry Ford, who has the quote, if you believe you can, or you believe you can't, you're right. Do you believe you can overcome your addiction? Do you believe you can't overcome your addiction? This is going to be very relevant because if you believe I can, well, that right there is going to shape your destiny going forward. You're going to open up a million and one possibilities in how to overcome something or do something, aka goal, or just the goal is overcome addiction. Great. If you say I can't, well, then you're going to close a million and one doors right in front of you. This, this also leads into this, if someone says I'm obese, right? So if someone says I'm obese or I'm fat, well, if they say I'm fat, they're going to lead that lifestyle. They're going to open all the doors to the reason they're fat. If you say I'm addicted, well, you're going to open that door and you're going to consistently affirm that to yourself. Think of it. If you recovered in six months time, in six months you were fully recovered, what would you be saying to yourself then? Would you be saying I'm addicted? No, you wouldn't be saying you're addicted. You'd be saying I'm clean. I'm sober, I'm fresh. You'd be saying something along these lines. You wouldn't be saying anything close to I'm addicted. Not anymore. That phrase is in the past. So at some stage, there has to be some mental shift. There has to be some mental shift because you cannot keep saying I'm addicted because addicted today means you're addicted today. Addicted in six months. I'm addicted in six months means I'm addicted. You've got to change that phrase. I'm fat today. I'm fat in six months. It's still the exact same thing. You've got to change the analogy. You've got to change the word you use. The storyline that's going in your mind, and it's a very subtle storyline. Like when you say can or can't, it doesn't scream and shout, go, oh, well, you're going to close this door, that door is going to happen, this is going to happen, you're going to close this. Because you said I can't, well, this means that you're not going to get this opportunity. It doesn't do that. It just takes a simple road of I can't, and you don't even notice what doors get closed. If you say I'm fat, you don't even know what doors are open right now. All types of food are open to you when you say I'm fat. Because you don't care. I'm addicted. Well, all types of doors are right there. You must change the phrase. That subtle, subtle story in your mind. How you can do that is by changing your association to certain things. So right now, as an addict, uh, a person who's addicted, and this addiction is kind of, you could say, to anything, 
the person who has the addiction to to X, let's say, they would maybe unconsciously, subconsciously love it, right? Because why would they be doing it? Why would they continuously do it? Well, they're getting some sort of joy, some sort of love, some sort of um, emotion or some sort of certainty from this thing. So they're going to continue to do it. But if we continue to do it, we are what? Going to continue the addiction on. So we must change this association to it. We must not say we love it. We must get to a stage where we hate it. Hate is a strong and that's maybe the extreme end. But I like to go with that with my clients. I will say, okay, you're addicted to smoking. Okay, you're addicted to medication. Okay, you're addicted to drugs. Very common things around the world. So if you're addicted to that, you must love it in so much shape or form. So what? where do we need to get with our phrase? Where do we need to get with our sentence? Well, we need to get to a place where we hate it. And when we hate something, are you going to do that something? Why would you do that something? You're not going to do that something if you hate it. It's exactly like I mentioned about two minutes ago when I said, in six months, are you going to say to yourself, I'm addicted? No, you're not going to say I'm addicted. You're going to say, I'm clean. This, this has to change inside of you first. You have to get to the stage of, I hate this. I hate doing X. Because then you're not going to do X. <laughs> that would be ridiculous that you hate something and you're going to do it. If you have a certain addiction to food, how do you get to a stage where you hate that food? If you have addiction to some sort of drug, how can you get to a stage where I hate that drug? I used to do cocaine all the time. I used to do all sorts of drugs all of the time, every single day. Eventually, one day, boom, I hate it. I hate this. I hate everything that's causing me. My lifestyle, my friendships, the life I'm living, my relationships at home. It's all crap. I hate it. 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 Now I, am, I haven't even touched them. I don't know how long it's been. I don't count the days. I count the days I have one eye on them, and I don't need to have one eye on them at all. I need to focus on where I'm going, not, what, not in the past. It's great to know I've overcome these things, and I hope you can overcome your things. If you want to rechange your association to them things, you want to get to the stage of, I don't like, I hate this thing, how do you do that? Well, you can do that from a variety of things. Neuro-linguistic neuro programming, NLP would say, a variety of tools and strategies, but you would, there is honestly, genuinely, a, a trillion and one ways to, you, to reprogram your mind, and this is brilliant. One of the ways is scrambling. So whenever you think of something, and this can be used for trauma too, if you, if you think of this image, you think of the cocaine, you think of this image or this, this thing that gives you fear or this thing you don't, um, this thing, this addiction right here in front of you, if you think of this, you scramble it. So you turn the image upside down, you give it strange colors, you add some clown voices or some clown noises, and you, you scramble the image. You make it absolutely ridiculous in your mind. When you do that repeatedly, you are reprogramming your mind. You're going to say, why the heck am I thinking of this? weird scrambled um, Mickey Mouse voice music playing you know circus music in the background why am I thinking of this this makes no sense and that's exactly where you can get to to where you wouldn't do that thing again you can look at the addictions and you can go okay what is the positives and negatives to this so you're gonna reprogram it so unconsciously right now you would have a lot of associations to why this is good you enjoy the high you enjoy being out with friends you get the connections you like being the experience Right, there's, there, there is some of the possible, there is definitely some of the reasons why people like it. Now, let's look at the negative side. Okay, well, this, these people are not the best for me. 
I am a parent and I'm ruining my family's life. I come home and I have arguments all the time. I'm paying this X amount of money for whatever it is. I'm being in this environment where it's really costing me my health. And my health, I'm not going to be able to see my son, my daughter, whoever it is walking down the aisle. I'm always having fights at home with, with, with the other person. If we get these on a piece of paper, so you've got five pleasures, the community, the friends, the experiences, great, amazing. And, you know, when I've took drugs, there's some of their moments there that are absolutely, they're great. And I'm never going to get them back again. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I've got to appreciate them, them experiences, feel thankful for them. But I've also got to realize that this whole other side is not worth it. Waking up in the morning with some sort of, I wouldn't call it a hangover. I would call it some sort of death, death, death over. That's what I call it. I've, I've never used that word before, but I'm going to call it some sort of death over. And that addiction right there is, is crippling. It's ruining my health. It's ruining my family relationships, ruining my friendships, ruining my bank account, it's ruining my lifestyle, it's ruining the emotions I feel, it's making me feel empty, hollow, it's making me feel worthless, I'm losing childhood friends, I'm losing school schoolboy friends, I'm losing uh, my will to you know participate in activities, I'm losing my drive to live, I'm, I'm feeling more, more depressed, all I do is sit around and do nothing all day because I'm feeling this death over. I don't do anything. You see how much associations I have to this thing that has caused me this pain. It's caused me so much pain that I've just now associated a million and one negatives to it. So I'm never going to do that thing again. Why would I do that thing that's caused me all these horrible, horrible emotions? Just for a little instant gratification. Doesn't make sense. Whatever you have right now going on. And by the way, I just looked at my notes. We've got more associations that... I didn't even write down the associations. They, they all came off my mind. But I can tell you this. If you've got kids, are you being a great role model for them? Do you want your kids to grow up and do them things? Are you going to be there for your kids? Are you going to be a good role model? Are you going to be able to be an example? Are you going to be able to you know, play with them? Are you going to be able to be fun with them? Are you going to be snappy or are you going to be happy with them? Are you going to feel proud about yourself? Or are you going to feel um, dis dissatisfied with yourself? And of course, you're going to have all the negatives to being this uh, parent in their, in their life. But it's okay if you get the bulls, right? Because that matters. Because once you get the bulls, once you get your life, once you start to feel something that you haven't felt all week, well, then, then, then it matters, right? Because it's all, it's all about you. There's a bigger picture to this. When I was depressed, I was having fights with my family all the time. I don't remember the last time I've had a fight with my family. And I absolutely appreciate this side of my life 100 million times better. And I can express to you how much better this side of the coin is. I can't. Words don't do that. I can, I can just say it's a hundred million times better. You can say a hundred million times. Yeah, good one. It's like, <laughs> uh, try it. Try it for a year, two, three years and tell me. Tell me if you're still addicted. Um, tell me if you still want to go back to that feeling. So in this episode, I shared with you my current, my all struggles with addictions. I'm grateful that I've overcome them. I'm proud about that. Oh, pride. Wow. There's some airy fairy word. Mm-mm-mm. I am much more of an attractive person now than I was when I was depressed and being a drug addict. I was, I'm much more, people want to come into my life now, here's more positive associations to why being off it is much better. I'm a much better person. I interact with people better. I inspire people. I get up and I do stuff with my life that I can get to actually experience real experiences. I've shared my addictions. From the past, I've shared with you. If you say I'm addicted, 
this mindset shift needs to happen. At some stage, you must change that sentence to "I'm sober," and it will get to that stage. It might not. It might not be like directly. One side of the coin is I'm addicted. The other side of the coin I'm sober. It's going to be something like I'm addicted, and then it's like, yeah, I'm coming off it, and then it's going to be I'm off it, or it's it's going to be a little process. If you think of like on the scale, the emotional scale again, one is I'm addicted. Ten is I am completely sober. So it's going to be it's going to go through that process of one to ten, and you can you can sometimes instantly go with in that decision like you know rock bottom for me one decision that's it done. But it wasn't one decision I'm done. You see, it went from one of I'm an addict to I <laughs> I don't like drugs. Um, I this I I'm an addict. I like drugs. I I'm not really deciding if I like drugs anymore. So maybe I'm uh, I'm at a one. I'm addicted. Two. I I'm thinking I'm I'm starting to notice all these negatives that my uh, addiction is happening. So I'm at two or three, and then I say I don't really like this. So I'm at a five. And this is really getting annoying, so I'm at a seven now, and then an eight is eight or nine is I hate drugs, and then a ten is I'm sober. So we just run through that again because I, I felt like I was stumbling over my words there. One is I'm addicted to drugs. Two, three, four, somewhere around that line is I I'm starting to become more aware of what drugs are actually doing in my life, and I'm not sure if I like it. Five is I don't really like these drugs, and six is seven is I am really despises drugs and what it's doing in my life 10 i'm sober and that is not going to happen overnight although it can that process is going to be unconscious and that's fine you're going to have to change the mindset shift if you're addicted to smoking if you find it very hard to smoking you're going to have to get to a stage of i find it easy not to smoke if you are addicted to some sort of cocaine or some sort of drug, that sentence must change to, it is easy not to take this. It's not that it's hard to take this because that sentence has to change. It has to change for you. To, you cannot keep saying it's very hard not to take this and then keep taking that because you're going to keep taking it. You must change it to, this is easy. I love being sober. This Being sober is a hundred million times better. This is reprogramming your mind. Make that mental shift. Record NLP tactics, scrambling. And also changing your associations to X, Y, and Z. We've just covered that a second ago as well. And lastly, I've shared my addictions and how I've overcome them. I do recommend getting professional help as well. That's how I started with my therapy. That changed my life. I made a decision in there to never do it again. And then boom, I carried on with that life. I'm going to wrap this episode up. This has been the Bulletproof Podcast. Make sure you check the show notes. Join the WhatsApp community with limited spaces. Check out quasi.com when you're going away, of course. And lastly, have a beautiful, blessed, amazing day. You are amazing. You are strong. I believe in you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Bulletproof. Remember to check the show notes for links to join our growing Bulletproof community. We hope you found inspiration and practical tips to help you on your journey to unlocking your true potential. Remember, becoming Bulletproof is a continuous journey. So keep taking steps toward your goals and never give up on your aspirations. Join us next time as we delve deeper into the mindset and strategies 
of those who've achieved their own version of bulletproof success. Stay inspired. Stay bulletproof.